Hey everybody, it's Malia with the Malia Realty Group down here at the Bourbon Table. And this morning, we have a really special guest, Gail Robinson, the owner and founder of Guru Fitness here in Lexington, Frankfurt, and now Georgetown. Hey, Dale, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So for those of you who have never met Dale Robinson, he is his own human top seller story. All right. First of all, he deals with me. I actually have joined the Guru Fitness family, going to the gym every day, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But Dale, the reason we do this at Just Ask Malia and over here at the Lex Connect podcast studio is because you have a phenomenal story and so many people don't know it. And I believe that when people know your story, they engage in it and want to be a part of it. So I want to be the one to peel back your onion of your story to show people how you built this. Because when they look at it and they actually walk into the gym, they think this is phenomenal, but they don't see all the grit, the tears, the sacrifices, the challenges all that middle, yucky, grimy stuff. They only see this amazing business that you created. So how did you get started? Wow. Well, let's say I started in 2010, but I started Guru Fitness in a very unique place. All right? Yeah, you're going to tell me. So I started Guru Fitness at Fort Dix, New Jersey, inside of prison. I was sentenced to 10 years in federal prison. Yeah, so. so so tell us about that story because we all have parts of our life that we look at and say, gosh, I wish I didn't do that or what did I learn from that? And you and I have talked about that a lot. If you fail at something as long as you learned from it and you grew from it, it was worth the experience. But you didn't just get to prison. Like you had a life before that. Tell me yes, I had a um, well, you know, I, I grew up in the in, in the hood, which we call the hood. You know, I didn't grow up with a lot. But I did grow up with a lot of love, you know. Here in Lexington? No, I actually grew up in Frankfort, Kentucky. You know, uh, I actually played football and basketball there. I was the quarterback. I played point guard. My senior year, we went 30-2, and two, and yeah. we was predicted to win the uh, Sweet 16, but we lost in the first round to Breaker Ridge County. It, so you have it in your genes, obviously, that you're a stellar athlete because your son is also a stellar athlete. So. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a very great athlete. You know, he him and my brother are probably the best two. And they they always argue, especially when we have family things. They always argue about who's the best. But uh, I'm always go rock with my son in one deal. Always, always, always. Now I played with my brother for two years, and I got to see him. But I'm always go rock with one deal. I'm on. Wandell fan to the heart. Well, and anybody that's a UK fan knows Wandell Robinson. He was at UK. Yes. And now he's with the New York Giants. Yes. Of course, you know, I call him the New Jersey Giants because <laughs> I am a Jersey girl and the stadium is in, in New Jersey. Yes. But yeah, amazing accomplishment. And we'll get more with that. So you started as a stellar athlete growing up in high school. Yeah, I still, I'm a great athlete. I was actually the first kid and from where I'm from in Frankfurt to actually get a Division One scholarship ever. Congratulations. That's yeah, know, um, And I actually had a lot of great people around me when I was in high school. I had my football coach. I had my basketball coach. My middle school counselor, you know, they played a major role in, in for me to even get to college. You know, I had to take the SAT, I mean, the ACT um, to get into college. But the first time that I took it, I actually didn't pass it. So they actually 
poured into me and drove me to Lexington every day to come to ACT testing, like just to get practice and stuff. And um, the woman's name, Kim Walter Parker, that actually like taught me or helped me just, you know, pass the test. And the funny part is that we still have a relationship today. She's like a dean at Georgetown College right amazing. now, you know, and then my bat, my football coach is actually a teacher, a substitute teacher at Douglas, Frederick Douglas. Yeah, he's a substitute teacher there. And that's why I'm, math is probably one of my best subjects. And he's a math teacher, so he used to come and get me like every morning. We used to do math, so I was always really good at math. In the mix of me playing sports, you know, I, I like I said, I grew up in the in the hood, and all you seen was you know drug dealers, you know, and I and I fought it for a long time. You know, all my childhood friends, you know, they sold drugs, but I never was the one that to sell drugs, and I fought it and fought it, and then I went to Western, nineteen ninety five, and I played football there for two years and then one day I went back home and I got it with some friends that was actually selling drugs and I started selling drugs. What was that key defining moment? Because here you are, so everybody, he owns three fitness centers, Frankfurt, Lexington, and Georgetown. An amazing business and I can't wait for us to dive into that. But in if I looked at you, never would have known that and for a long time I didn't know that. I mean, I just knew Dale. Right. right? And then when we sh you shared that story with me, there's always a defining moment of what made you weak at that moment when you had everything going for you. Actually, sometimes it's about your, your surroundings and, you know, the people that you uh, place yourself around. You know, if you eventually, like, they say you ring on smokers, you know, you'd be the sixth one versus five smokers, you're the sixth one. You're going to turn out and be smoker, right? So, I mean, I fought it for so long. And then actually, then I, in the mix of me going to college, though, I had a little boy. My oldest son is Delvon. He's 27. So, you know, I was like, okay, how do I take care of this kid? You know, and I just didn't think about it. Like, just go get a job, you know? And I felt, I felt victim to, you know, doing what my friends was doing. And I take fully ownership for, you know, not making the right choice. You know, I don't blame them. I, I'm, I know right from wrong, you know, and I just choose to do the, the easy thing, that, what they call easy, but it's really not easy, you know, because you have a lot of, things that go along with that life. Um, but that's the route I took and I know why I fell. You know, I know that my surroundings and my friends, my childhood friends, you know, kind of played a role in that, but I also allowed that to happen. So when I tell my boys and the team and, you know, my girlfriends were always the, some of the five people we hang out with, it's a true testament, isn't it's it? It's true. It's very true. So I'm very particular like who I hang around with now because I understand that the power of the impact of your surroundings. Like it's very important. Like one of the chapters in my book is the the impact of your surroundings. So I wrote a book and I put that in there because those are the one of the things that actually helped me get to where I'm at right now, where I'm sitting at this table talking to you because I under I learned to understand and learn how to navigate the impact of my surroundings. And you're such a great coach with that. I mean, Guru Fitness is not just a gym. It's not just crossbody. It's not CrossFit. It is a true transformational gym about health, healing your insides out and, and making you in the best shape of your life and the best version of yourself. So you had a really successful drug business. Yes. You, and so you've always been a great entrepreneur. Right. Tell us, what was your falling grace from that? What... How did you end up in jail? So I ended up in jail. As I ended, one of my friends asked me to to do something, which I was technically out of that life. 
But one of my friends was like, listen, I need this one last time. And I'm like, okay, I do it. You know, and I actually did it. And that was the last time that I actually touched drugs ever since. And it, I got actually got locked up in Lexington on Winchester Road. Jeez. Isn't it? It's like that last thing. You know in your gut, don't do it. Yes. Do it. So the power of gut's really important, isn't it? And the funny part is I was actually in college. I was going to school. I left summer school to go make this deal. And, and a lot of people don't even know, like, I was actually on the dean's list going to college. And they was like, how did you make it happen? Because I, for one, I had to pay for it myself. You know, sometimes when you don't pay stuff for yourself, you take you, you take it for granted. Right. But when you got to come out of your own pocket. No skin in the game. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. you, you're more inclined to do what you need to do. So kind of like a group fitness will make you put skin in the game. That was that was the thing that actually made me say, hey, you got to tighten up. But it's a little bit deeper than that, you know, because the day that I actually got locked up, I dropped my youngest son, Wandell, off at the park with the, with the park of recreation. And, you know, they was down there playing and I couldn't come pick him up. So his mom had to, like, explain to him, like, you know, your dad's not going to pick you up. He's like, where's my dad? You know, and I, I was in jail then, you know, and the the breaking point for me was the day that I had to tell him that I was going to be gone for 10 years. You know, like that was, that was really hard for me. That was my lowest point of my life. Like it was my lowest point, but it was also my, my new beginning, you know, I, cause I had to tell him like, you know, your dad's going to be gone for 10 years, you know, and then just to see his tears well up in his eyes was like, my dad's going to be gone for 10 years. I'm not going to be able to take him to football practice. We're not going to be able to do Chunky Cheese. We're not going to do none of the stuff that we used to do because Wondell was like my, we was Batman and Robin. Wherever you see me, you see Wondell. You know, and, and if, you, if you didn't know that I was gone for 10 years, you'd think that I was always there because our relationship is so tight-knit and we know we can be very open about everything, you know, and I'm really big on teaching my kids to just be transparent and vulnerable, you know, because a lot of kids nowadays, you can't be vulnerable with your parents without them feeling like, or like soft, you know, stuff like that. But so he knows like he can be totally open and honest with me. I'm not great. Go off or just argue or yell. Let's figure it out. Like, let's, what's the solution? You know, maybe we already had the problem. Now what's the solution? You know, and he knows like he can come talk to me about anything because you know what, dad, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. It's interesting. I had a conversation with a dear friend last week and she had said too that her dad always wanted her to fail every day in some small way or big way because at the dinner table he would ask them how did you fail today and what did you learn from that failure and what do you think you need to do so it never happens again and that is so smart because sometimes as parents we we do our best trying to let the kids to fail but you're actually handicapping your kids because when they get in the real world you they they don't have you there they don't know how to respond to failure. They don't know how to respond to adversity. They don't know how to respond to obstacles, you know? And and that's, I think that's one of my biggest things that I face adversity head on. Like, I'm not afraid of adversity. I'm not afraid of obstacles, you know? And that's just also, I think, it coming from my upbringing a little bit, you know, just having having to go through things because I look at the situation as, okay, what can I did better? You know, also, was it teaching me? You know, because I like to learn. Like, I look at, Every situation, I try to find the positive in every negative situation, you know, and that's just a, a winner mindset. You know, if you you heard the, the saying that when it rains, it pours, that's a negative, that's a negative mindset. Yeah. Just yeah. because it rains don't mean it got to pour. You can stop it. 
Well, and I, I, I totally agree with that. What you think is what you believe, and what you believe is going to cause you what actions you take, and the actions you take bring you the results. And that goes back to what you think is what you feel, and what you feel is how you act. Thoughts, thoughts create a feeling, feeling create an action, you know, and then the action creates your, your, your habits and that's your identity because every time that you get this certain feeling or something don't go your way, you know you're going to turn to a negative person or you can turn to a positive person and start seeking the positivity. Choice. Every day you get a choice. Every day you're, you have a choice. I love that. And I love that you get to choose your own destiny, which a lot of people forget that. And I think we get to write our own chapters Although you didn't get to write your own chapter per se for 10 years, but you did get to write your own chapter. Yes. You had an amazing, you have an amazing story while you were in prison. I mean, it helped groom you for who you are today. Tell us about that. Yes. So as I was sentenced to uh, teens in federal prison, I actually was at Manchester, Kentucky for like two years. And then they shipped me to New Jersey. But in the meantime, I was asking, looking for, to go to Lexington because I was stayed out of trouble and your points drop. I was like, you know, I want to go to, to the Lexington prison. It's closer to home. You know, I can see my kids a little bit more. Um, but I learned that, you know, some things happen for a reason, you know, and they sent me to Farrington, I mean, Fort Dix, New Jersey. And that's just where I learned fitness. That's where I fell in love with fitness. You know, I used was working out. Then these two kids was like, man, will you train me? I'm like, I don't want to train. I just want to do my thing and go home, you know, and get back to my kids. And they begged me for a whole week and I gave in. I haven't stopped training since. So did you train them in prison? I trained them in prison. Okay. Yeah, I trained them in prison. Then I used to work out with this one kid. He's from Ghana. So people that know the federal system is like all walks of life, every walk of life, every nationality you can think of. It's just all in one. And this guy, he was from Ghana. He kept saying, man, I work out with the guru. He kept saying, I work out with the guru. And I'm like, wow. And then I just took on the name as the guru while I was in prison. And then me and this other guy, my friend now named Mitch Hunt, but actually he has gyms too. He's a speaker and he's an author. You know, we kind of do the same thing. We used to walk the track every Friday and just talk about our dreams, our goals, what we're going to do, you know, how we're going to become a better person, a better man, a better person for our community. And I would say, I'm going to have guru fitness. It's a lifestyle, not a fad. I love it. This morning, I, I listen every morning to Growth Day with Brendan Bouchard, and I know you do too. Mm -hmm. um, such an amazing uh, app. I encourage everyone to get on that. And this morning, he actually talked about possibilities. And he said, we should always be looking at the possibilities for years to come because we get so caught up in what's happening today, paying the bills, feeding the kids, getting to work on time, answering our emails, looking at social media and answering DMs. He's like that we forget to dream and we forget about all the possibilities that are out there that we can accomplish. And I love that you just said that because it's, I always believe in like how affirmations happen over and over again. Like you had all that time to say, my life's just starting. It was just starting. And, and, and the funny part is that when I was at Fort Dix, I used to have 11 other cellmates. So mm -hmm. one time during counting time, I was like, listen, I need to come up with a word for each letter of the acronym GURU. So we sat down, we came up with generate unique results ultimately. And then like when I talk to people, I break it down a little bit further for them. So generate means you got to start, right? You got to start. Nothing happens if you don't take the first step, right? Unique. There's not another one of you in this world. Amen. That makes you one of one. That makes you special. That makes you unique. And God didn't create junk. Exactly. Right. And then results. 
So Guru Fitness, we talk about top down, inside out. Because if you get the mindset right, you can get the body right. Right. Oh, he's now you guys can't see this, but he's looking directly into my eyes because we had this conversation on August fifth, and while I was in tears about about weight and needed to get in shape, and he said exactly that. Repeat that. Yes, top down, inside out. We can get your mind right. We can get your body right. But most importantly, what we teach at Guru Fitness is learn to love yourself from within, because if you learn to love yourself from within, then the outside enemy can do no harm. And then if you learn to love you and everybody that you place above you, because you really supposed to love you first, right? That's right. When you learn to love you and you love yourself from within, everything that you take from within, you pour outwardly to the people that you love. And it's so true. And it and it sounds so simple, right? And in fairness. But it's so but hard. It's so hard because I think it's both women and men, not it just is. women. We are always trying to make sure our family's okay, make sure our spouse is okay, make sure the business is running, make sure there's food on the table, that we don't take time for ourselves. And and I'll I'll be completely transparent. I have spent so much time building this business, which I don't regret. I've always made family a priority, but I didn't make myself a priority. Mm-hmm. And along the way, there are times that you have to recorrect yourself. So I'm in the process of recorrecting myself because I got out of taking care of myself. And in that, I lost that self-esteem inside of me. Yes. And I forgot how to love me. And it's been my journey with you. And yes. you've put out with I me mean, for six months, thank you, God. It's so important. Like, if this thing about if you learn to, like, just start making you a priority and learning to love yourself and being at peace with you, how much more better you will be for your business? How much better you'll be for your your husband, how much better you will be for your kids because you only get one life, right? And if you just keep putting yourself on the back burner and never taking care of you, how long do you think you're going to be there for the people that you say you love? Because if you don't take care of yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, then you're no good to nobody. You know, you might be like, yeah, I got to take care of them. They need me. Like, no, you need you too. It's amazing um, with our place partnership, Ben Kinney has a 15-point plan that he started just for this. And he talks about it like starting your day off with, you know, taking care of the mental, the emotional, the spiritual first in the day. And I'm just going to keep sharing my personal journey because you've you've made this that getting up and being at your class at 5 a.m. with anywhere from 5 to 20 people at 5 a.m. that want to make sure that they're mind, body, and and spiritual and mental health are the best it can be, my whole day has changed. My whole work environment, he is even saying like, who who are you? And welcome back. My kids are saying welcome back because I'm there at five, I'm journaling again, I'm doing my devotion again, and I'm not taking, I'm not negotiating with myself. And that's what we do all the time. We start negotiating. And then I, I, tell people this all the time and this is just something that people do this is men and women it doesn't make a difference like we always negotiate with ourselves, but then like when it's you someone else asks you to do something you don't negotiate you just be like yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna be there on time i'm gonna make sure i do it and you break your neck to do it but then when it's time for you you give yourself a pass you know like no you owe you you owe you that much not to give yourself a pass and that's just another form of self-love and that means being disciplined to the things that you said you're going to do for you just as much as you disciplined that you said you could do for everybody else. So take me back to prison. You you got Guru and you got your acronyms. Uh-huh. 
all spelt out. Yeah, and then we what uh, happened. I mean, did you like start a guru in prison? Everything that we do right now, I did in prison. Every little thing that we do, holiday workouts, all that we I did in prison. I used to have I used to run boot camp classes at Farrington. It was literally fifty men, alpha men, like literally, like I mean, you name it: GDs, vice lords, Crips, Bloods, gangsters, drug lords, whatever. We was all together, but at that time, none of them was at war with each other. Yeah, because and the funny part is, I was the only person from Kentucky there. Everybody else was from New Jersey, Tennessee, New York, North Carolina, and I was the only Kentucky person. I'm sorry, but God makes no accidents in what he does with his plan. No. You always have to question it sometimes. I, I did, but like I did I learned, you know, because I what I did while I was in prison, like I did no TV, did no gambling, no drugs, none of that stuff. I actually turned my prison cell into a classroom. So I read a lot of books and you know, but the thing is this, I started teaching what I learned from the book, so now I keep it from within and I keep it in me. Now because it becomes part of me. Because a lot of people just read books and read books and read books, but they never apply the information that they was given. And that's guru, right? You train us. Training is teaching someone how to do something, and coaching is teaching you how to implement what yes. you say. Exactly. Because I tell people all the time, they be like, well, I went to this gym, you know, that gym. I'm like, first of all, you, you've been to those gyms, but I'm not a gym. I'm a transformation center. I'm into the transformation business. I'm into accountability business. I don't care about the gym because gym got trainers. Transformation shows they have coaches. Okay, so talk about gym and why you're not a gym and you're a transformational. So we have five pillars of success, right? First one is empowerment. Everything that you, we always, you got to empower people. How do you empower people? You add value to them, right? You give them hope. You know, I used to sell drugs, you know, and I was like, a drug dealer. Now I'm a hope dealer. I, I give people hope every single day because I'm, I'm vulnerable and transparent for one. Two, I use my stories to show people that you can overcome anything. You know, I was the closest thing to actually to death being in prison. You, you're, you're a lost soul when you're in prison. Nobody, everybody forgets about you, you know, but then when you come to group fitness, we empower you. We put you in a community. Everybody that speaks to everybody, all walks of life, Let's think about some of the people that you have become with Tina. Oh, yeah. Like, if it wasn't for Guru Fitness, you'd be like, I probably would never have seen you. And a lot of people don't even know, like, I have a three-year-old daughter, but my daughter's godmother is from Guru Fitness. You know, and there's, there was four ladies. They they all became best friends. They, tri- they take trips together, but all just stem from Guru Fitness because we create a culture, not a gym, we create a culture you know. Well, and it's true because honestly, when I'm getting up at four fifteen, that alarm goes off. I'm thinking, oh Lord, I'd love to just slip in a bed, but not anymore. It's like I want to be there with my family. Yes, I want to be there with them because I know they're counting on me to show up. Exactly, bring the energy. They looking for that. They know this is what, what you go bring, right? And then like fitness, like we don't teach this. We don't do just regular fitness. We take every avenue. And, and teach you life through movement, right? Because every day you come in, it's different, right? It is. But I'm going to tell everyone, because I'm going to like stop you. When I walked into the gym the first day, um, it was a 7 o'clock a.m. class that I took today, and I was there at 8 to meet with you. And every single one of them, and it was a 
huge room of people was sweating, looked exhausted, looked like they they had just been through the workout of hell. And I honestly was never so scared. I was never so scared. I was like, what have I walked myself into? And you know what my son said? He's like, Mom, you're going to pay for it now or you're going to pay for it later. I said, are you paying cash than paying health? Exactly. And, it, and you know, you can go to these dollar gyms and these $99, you know, for a year gyms. And, and no disrespect, but if you really want to transform your your life and your body and your mindset into best version that you can be, not only for yourself, but for your family, for your work, for your community, and for, you know, the dreams that you have, you've got to have this in yourself. You got them. And one thing I do love about Guru Fitness is that we're so invested. You you guys really are. We're you? we're we're invested in and and I think that just that's just genuinely us. Like I'm invested in people. I believe in people before they believe in themselves. Sometimes it takes one person and first of all, I'm believing you, it'll change your whole life because one person believed in me. And her name is Kelly Hawkins, and she believed in me while I was in prison. I was literally sending her home prison, sending her home workouts from in prison. Tell me how you met Kelly. So Kelly is... Um, is That that was one of my questions, is who's that person that inspired you to start, and who is that person? So Kelly is... Took you to the next step. She... The funny part is that I've been knowing Kelly family forever. So Kelly's two younger sisters were water girls when I was in high school when I played football. Right, they were like the trainers on the football team, and then Kelly was the older one. And then Kelly's aunt used to work at Western Kentucky when I went to Western Kentucky. And Kelly's husband used to do the stats for Franklin County when I played football. All right, and then we—I mean, I went on to live. And then, as I when I went to prison, Mike Kelly's husband took my son in under his wing, and so they—they—they're family to us, you know, like. If we having something, we're all together. You know, it's not, oh, I'm back home, you know, it's okay. I'm like, no, we're family. You know, and she was like, always tell me like, listen, you can send me workouts. I would send her daughter, like, they, their daughter played softball, and I would send them like motivational letters in the mail, you know, and they tell have them tell them stuff before they grade play their game, you know, and then that's how I kind of got into like the motivational speaking, you know, the writing the books and, and stuff like that, so... So when you got out, what? What happens next? Oh. You were married. You had an older son. You had Wendell. What happens? So I get out. It's challenges, guys, and you. I get out, and I'm, I'm, I have Wendell, you know, and I have Delvon, um, but Delvon is about another woman. Wendell is about another woman. Mom is another woman. So I was with Wendell's mom when I got out, you know, and... When I got out, I was just in a totally different mind space. You know, I have grown as a as a man, you know, and I've grown to have like these dreams and aspirations and it just didn't work out. So, you know, I was like, listen, I got to split. I got to I got to go my way because I'm doing a disservice to the police, the people that believe in me. And I'm doing a disservice to my vows that I made to my kids that when I was going to be the best version of me. So we split. But the the beauty about that is that. I actually started Guru Fitness in that garage, you know, with three people. But before I started that, I was going to all these gyms in Lexington. Mm. And none none would, would hire me. I went to 22 gyms and not one gym hired me. They told me I would get back with you because I had to check the box. I I felt like I was more than qualified, but they didn't. And, and that, 
And it goes back to also looking at the, the brighter side of things, you know. I was like, cool. So I went and got a job at OWL. I hated it. I hated it. It was the worst, you know. But it was, it, I had to do what I had to do, okay. you know. And I had to make sure that I put food on the table for my kids. Then I went and worked at Kentucky State. And I worked there, cleaned toilets and took out trash and vacuumed. But in the mix of me doing all those things, I would always stop and talk to the kids and tell them, like, what great opportunity they have. And not to not to mess it up and not take it for granted. But then the Kentucky State didn't actually have a, a strengthening and listening coach for the basketball girls. So I actually started training a couple of the girls during my lunch break for free. Amazing. Yeah. Sometimes you have to give to get, right? Yeah. Sometimes you have to pay it forward. Yeah, and like when I was in prison, I was at one time I was charging a, a tuna, one pack of tuna, the tuna that you get at the that Kroger for like a dollar. It was a dollar twenty five, dollar fifty. I was getting paid a dollar fifty a week to train people. Wow, you know, and I, I I was grateful for it. Like I was, that was like the best thing ever. Like oh, I'm getting two tunas, and you know, like it was nothing. <laughs> But I was just so grateful and I was just so in my space that I enjoyed every bit of it. And just, I had the ability to help people to become better than what they were. I think that's a great message, especially in today's world. I talk to so many different business owners and they're really struggling with finding talent. They're struggling with finding people that will actually show out. They're finding struggling with finding people that want more money than they're worth because they've never worked in a field, but yet they feel that their friends or the society should pay them. And there's so much power in that internship program, which I feel like you were more of an intern during all that, or you are, of just learning and and your payment is actually being able to learn the ins and outs of how to run the business or how to train or how to learn a new skill. Yes. And then you can go on and say, now I'm deserving. Yes. And that's exactly what I did. You know, I bust my butt. Like I was in prison. I was training every hour on the hour and I wasn't getting a whole lot of nothing. You know, a lot of nowadays people be like, what, what? Like, that's what you was getting paid? What was the biggest struggle once you got out of prison and wanted to start your business? The biggest struggle, well, the biggest struggle was the the defining moment for Guru Fitness. My biggest struggle was one day on, on Christmas of 2015, he came into the room and was like, Dad, what you got me for Christmas? I didn't have nothing. I didn't have a, no money to buy him a baseball bat. And that's all he wanted. He played baseball at that time, played travel ball. And I'm like, I don't have nothing for you. I said, but I'll get you one, but like I don't have it right now. And he laid in my lap and he cried. And that was the moment, like, I got on my phone and I said, I'm going to start Guru Fitness in my garage, January 1st, 2016. I haven't looked back since. Amazing. The power of what the kids do to us. Yeah. We'll do anything for them. We'll yeah. lay on, I, I tell people I would lay in the middle of the road and let a car hit me. And the beauty is, it, it, as much as it did for him, it did it for me. Because I knew that's what I wanted to do. And there's no perfect timing. I didn't have no money. I just had a kettlebell. I had a ball. I had a dumbbell, one dumbbell, and a band. And I made it work with three people. I literally, like, bust my butt with three people. And they, if you would think they was paying me a million dollars. So where are those three people now? So, well, two of them are somewhere. But one of them, Amy, Amy is the president of our foundation. We're the co-founders of the Warner George Robinson Foundation which we serve the youth that's been impacted by incarceration. 
So we serve over 800-something kids that have been impacted by incarceration. And a lot of people don't know that Kentucky is, when we first started, was number one in the nation, kids that have parents incarcerated. You know, now we're, we're third, but that's like one out of every 10 kids has, has been affected by incarceration. So tell us about that program. I know we're kind of getting off a little bit, but it's so important and it's yeah. such a, a, an important part of Guru. Yes, it's, a, it's, it's dear to my heart. The Wallace Just Robinson Foundation is named after my late mother, right? And if you listen to the name, that's how Wandell got his name, you know. And she used to just, she actually worked at Kentucky State herself, and she used to put her job on the line because when kids would come to Kentucky State, they might not have food, I mean, money for food, but they have money for books and boards. She would still serve, she would still serve them. She would make sure they not go hungry, ever. So I named it after my late mother, which is also inspired by my two boys because of Kelly and the other people that actually, you know, took my kids under their wing. And I'm looking like, how many other kids have the same situation and then we did the numbers it was like crazy so i was like this is what i want to do i want to start a foundation and, you know now we serve away high some kids we have like a crush program where we just we catch them early you know and help mentor them into becoming better people you know because a lot of sometimes it's 80 percent of the kids that parents are going this incarcerated their kids follow them so my job is to break that cycle like my job is to help them see that they are special still, regardless of what your mom or your dad did, you still can be special. So is that something that the community can help you with? How would they help you? So they could go to uh, one uh, wjr.org foundation, and you can go to our website. You can donate. We, and it's not even about money. It's sometimes about time. You know, like our kids need to have more resources. You know, and it's not. Our uh, we just need more mentors, like because somebody. Some kids need just to see somebody that somebody cares. And we have like a, um, a we have also the high school outreach program where we uh, reach out to like each mentor of like 20 kids right now. But we also have been tied to Amachi. I'm not sure if y'all. Uh, I don't know what Amachi's in Lexington. They actually have this mentor program that we actually modeled our mentor service out of, you know, and we you know we, we expose our kids to just to different stuff because like, if, for, if it wasn't from the life that I lived, I wouldn't be exposed to certain things. You know, like I wouldn't know, like, that's a whole much bigger world out there for you. Because I'm where I'm, they, they play sports, you know, you rap or you, you sell drugs. Which one? I think that's so important of that role of a mentor. I know when I was growing up, we always had an older person in our life that was more of a mentor. Mm -hmm. And I think in the world today, it doesn't have to be that. It just needs someone that can relate and can wrap your arms around you, yeah. have some empathy, have some compassion. And I think the biggest thing is to have some openness to be accepting and to guide someone into what yeah. the possibilities are. And like I'm, I'm a firm believer in to expansion leads to exposure. Because you expand their brain, you, you know, once you can expose them to certain things, then you expand their mind, right? And your brain's like a rubber band. Once you get stretched, it never goes back to the same size. This is amazing because I, um, Malia Realty is going to commit to that. We pick several charities every year to do. We just finished up wrapping up raising money for young lives that supports the teen moms of our community. So I think that that is, that is so dope, you know. And support your foundation. Yeah. Bring awareness. I think sometimes it's awareness. It's pulling back that story because here you are, you're in prison. Now you understand about the kids that are left behind because you had two mm -hmm. that you left behind and you realize the impact that you had on their lives. 
you are probably one of the few. You're the anomaly. You're the white unicorn that said, I'm going to turn this around and I'm going to do good and I'm going to make a better life, not only for me, but for my family and the entire community. Yes. Right? You know, for. And, and one thing on me is I, I'm totally aware of my purpose. I'm very in tune with my purpose, what I was placed here to do. I don't walk outside of my gift. Like some people want to do so much other things. Like, no, I, I stay with inside my gift. And my gift is to lead, teach, and serve. You know, and I just love to serve people. Now, listen, guys, he sounds really soft and kind <laughs> and warm. And he's got such a great face, right? His body is just rock hard. But when he's in the gym, he will scare the living life out of you. And he will not let you give up. And I think that's that's a true leader. That's a true mentor. That's a true coach is someone that won't let you give up on yourself. No, I don't. We don't quit. <laughs> We don't quit. Like, what is what is that? Like, why would you quit? Only reason I I would don't quit in it is if you're in a abusive relationship, or if you made an investment that just draining you. You know, are you just around certain people that you're not supposed to be? You know, are this anything like that requires? But if it's a dream, and if it's a vision, or you know, are this something that you really know that you're supposed to be doing, but you just want to quit because it's hard? Or because, you know, you face a little adversity. No. Mm-mm. Tell me this. What are the differences between Guru and other gems? What makes your business unique? And I know we've kind of touched on it. But for someone out there, especially we're starting the new year off, people always have that impact of, oh, I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to get back in shape. And that probably lasts like two or three weeks. And then they go back to their old habits. What makes you different, your business, your people different than the average gym and that and the the investment we invested right but also our accountability system our accountability system but also we want more for you than just you're not just a a a card or a paycheck no you're a human being you know and we want you to know like that you are a human being so if you miss two days we're calling you oh yeah you do (laughs) Where are you? <laughs> if we, if you miss, we're calling you. Like, cause no, we want you in the gym. We don't want this. Like, if you just letting your card run and you just, you know, and just like, oh, it's okay. I just let it. Like, no, we're not. No disrespect to Planet Fitness or none of the other gyms, but that ain't what we're about. We're about the people, you know. Because if you could come into the gym and get what you need to get, right, and then you go back home and, and apply what we give you. We did our job, you know, and and the thing is, is that we want this to you to like learn to like truly love yourself, you know, because some people just don't, they don't care if you love yourself or not. No, we care. Every week there's a theme of what we do, a theme of what we're, what we're going to work on within ourselves. And we talk about it after each class, which I think is really powerful. It's not this. That's our, that's our, that's our one thing that. We know that nobody's willing to do because no, how many people are willing to like put their put their stuff out there a little bit, you know, put their stuff out there and let them know like I'm not perfect, but I'm gonna show you what I did, but also I'm gonna show you how I overcome it, but also give you some tools that you can use for yourself, you know, like the topic we have topics every week. Like this week was finish what you start. It's very becoming New Year. People gonna start running to the gym, right? But you run to the wrong one. You go be there forever because we don't let you. We go. We gonna let you quit, right? Because if you went to a transformation center versus a gym, they don't care. It's over. Transformation center, we could call you. 
And then like sacrifice. Are you willing to make the sacrifice? So we talk about sacrifices, confidence. Let's talk about confidence. You know, some of us have the outside confidence, but do you have the inside confidence? You know, we can all keep our face clean when, you know, when, when the time is right. But then when you start peeling an onion back just a little bit, we really get to see who you are. And if you sit in front of me for five minutes, I'm going to figure out who you are anyway. Oh, here we go again. He's giving me that look. <laughs> He's giving me that look. That was probably our first conversation together was, I've got you all figured out. I love it. Five minutes. That's one thing that I did take from my whole life. Tell me this. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, and it sounds like you have so much hindsight. Um, and I always believe that the front mirror of our, you know, the front window of our car is, you know, 10 times bigger than the rear view mirror for a reason. Yes. Um, take what you learned and apply it. If you could do it all over again, would you change it? No. No. I love who I am. I love what I've learned. And I love that I get to give it away so that they don't have to go through that. You know, I made this, that, that I guess you call it making a sacrifice, you know. If I could, why would I want to do it all over again? I love who Bill Robinson is. Every bit of it, every bad story, good story, every failure, every lesson that I've learned, that makes me Del Robinson. That makes me unique. Tell me about Taylor. Taylor. How did Taylor come in? Oh, she's showing how I'm out of business. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, behind every great man, is there's a great water woman. <laughs> so Taylor came into the picture when I was actually, I had left the garage. Well, no, she had came to the garage when I was training in my garage like once, you know, and then she had a boyfriend. They lived around the corner and they see us training. And she ended up messaging me. It was like, Hey, I'm going to start training. I was like, cool, just come around the corner. So she came and then the very first day, it was just me and her the very first day. And I was teaching her this movement and she couldn't get it. And she just cried. I was like, it's okay. So first day, like, you're okay. Like, you know, and then she ended up uh, coming back like a couple more times. And then I ended up leaving my situation. And I went to another gym, which is called Fit for Life. They had just opened up and I started training out of there. And she ended up coming and she's like, I seen you you have all y'all's newspapers in the, uh, in the, on the garage. I was like, honey, I don't, I don't live there no more. Like, I'm I'm gone. I'm I'm out of that situation. And she ended up coming a couple more times and then one day we was having our talks at the end of the class like we do. And I just feel somebody like just like looking. I'm like, what is that? And I was like, right, after class. And then I talked to her a little bit after that and then like uh July the fourteenth no, July the fourth, two thousand sixteen, we actually started like dating uh whatever. Then um I couple year a year or so after that, I asked her to marry marry me. We got married October the twelfth, right now. Not, not normally, the most people would spend twenty grand on a wedding and you know, lavish. And we didn't. We had a three hundred dollar wedding. I love it because because we chose to take that money and invest in Guru Fitness. Amen. I love it. Yeah. They love that story. And we had rubber. The reception, they open up a gym. Yeah. We took that money and invested in our, in, our, in our family, right? So I still wear the rubber ring. She has a new ring now, but, like, I never changed it. Like, I don't care about that. I care more about our marriage than some fancy ring or whatever. Like, I guess the 
I mean, the women want to have it, but like, I don't care about that. I care about us building something, you know, like together. And it's nothing like building it with your wife. So she used to work at CDP, man. But Taylor is a high school dropout. A lot of people don't even know that. She she literally runs our business. You know, I'm the face, but she really runs our business. Yeah, she runs all the back end, guys. She never had uh, a computer at home, but she runs all our software. She builds all of it. And it's just from scratch, like no training, no nothing. She's just, she's phenomenal. Okay, so let's let's do a, a little quick recap. So you're an amazing star athlete. You get in the wrong crowd. You become an amazing drug dealer with one of the biggest businesses around here. You get caught. You go to jail for 10 years. You start a gym inside the prison with all these people. And one of your buddies that you started with now is running gyms himself across the country. You guys coach and you mentor and you're a public speaker. You're an influencer. Now you come out. You have two phenomenal kids. You get married to a phenomenal woman. And instead of having a wedding reception, you guys take the money you would have spent on that. And you open a gym in Frankfurt. Yes. Tell us, did you... Tell me about opening that gym. What was your biggest fear? What was your biggest success? My biggest fear was probably that is this the right time? You know, is this, is this the right move? But when it's like having a baby, there's never a good time to start. So, and that's crazy that you say that too, because we end up, I don't know, we end up having one, right? But that was probably my biggest fear. But my biggest success was the first day that we opened the door. We had like 72 people. Amazing. You know, we had 72 people. Like, how? how how did you get the 72 people everybody's out there thinking like how can i start this gym we have a lot of online coaches and stuff like I, that we just word of mouth word of mouth and social media i we didn't have no money for ads and all this stuff i didn't even know about not i didn't even know about that not one thing about running ahead but it was just word of mouth and willing to do the dirty work you know like i was just out there like and i was just i was free because i was doing something i love to do like a lot of people work. Like I tell you, I don't work. I get to wake up and do everything that I love to do. I get to talk shit for a living, you know, kick people's butt, but also help them change their life, you know? And so I, that was the biggest thing. And But the, the one thing that will always be stuck with me about uh, this journey is that Taylor quit her corporate job and she took her 401k out and said, I'm in. She pushed all her chips into the middle of the table and said, I'm in. I'm with you. That is something that I will never forget. Like, I will always cherish that for the rest of my life. Like, somebody to say, like, I'm all in. Like, I you believe know, in you. And take your, I guess, your safety net and, and just basically you wipe the safety net out from under you and say, let's go. Like, we can do this. There's so many people that have that dream and that passion, and we do that. Like, there's hardcore things, and people will look now and say, well, you guys have three gyms, and they're successful, and they're going, and... It's still hard. It's still hard. But it's they don't, still, still, they they don't know all these struggles that you went through. Let's, listen, right to the, right now, it's still up and down. It's like, you... It's, but I, I, I embrace it. I understand what comes with it. This is what I signed up for. You know, like, this is what you signed up for. Like, you you got to be okay with that. You got okay with having good days. Some days you got okay with having bad days. Some days you got okay with having a lot of money in the bank. And some days you got to be okay with, like, having no money in the bank. Like, like I just can't spend a dime, you know. And that's just part of the, the, the journey. But it's so rewarding knowing that 
you betting on yourself. That's right. Like, that's nothing like betting on yourself. Like, I'm cool with not having a net. People like safety nets. I don't like it. And I'm, I always look at it like this. If I was willing to take the shot of driving somewhere with what I was in my car that could take my life away forever, why not take this shot? Why not take this shot? Why would, what, what, what's more rewarding? But I think sometimes people need someone to believe in you to do it. A lot of, so many times I coach team members, oh, you don't want to get into real estate right now. The market is this, or you don't want to do that. It's going to be so hard, or you're going to have to like lose your weekends and your nights and your days. And I look at them and I'm like, are you living their dream? Or are you living yours? Because if you're not living your dream, you're going to live somebody else's. Either way. It's an either or. So you can either have a J-O-B or you can let us teach you how to have a B-I-Z. Exactly. And I think the problem is that so many people want to place their limitations on people. And I hate to say this. Parents, be the, some parents, us as parents, are the worst ones. Because if they had a 9 to 5, they're like, well, won't you go get a 9 to 5 R? It's just you went to college I want to college. I want you to go to college. Yeah, I want you to go to this college. But is it what they really want to do? You know what I mean? Like, is that what they really want to do? What about what they want to do? You know, because that might not be their gift. That might not be their 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 journey. You know, and you are taking them away from something that actually like they can really make a major difference in somebody's life or just the world period. But you took them away because you didn't want them to do what they want to do. You want them to do what you wanted to do. Now, there is a quick, now I'm going to give a caveat because there's, I know, you know, there's quite a bit of a difference because we've talked about this, mm-hmm. of doing what you want to do and going after it full force. Because if you do what you love to do, you're never going to work a day in your life. Amen. However, if you're looking for that deal of a lifetime, that lucky shot, that, oh, it's going to happen to me, I'm going to like do that. The lottery. T- the lottery or the one TikToks, um, you know, video that's going to make you a million hits and you're going to become a millionaire over that. There's a difference. Totally. Totally. And tell us how, give us some advice to that younger self or to the younger selves listening listening to this podcast of uh, some advice of following the passion instead of following the cherry. Yeah, because like the, the cherry only like lasted so long, but like, let's think about it. If you follow the passion, right? But you also understand that there's going to be ups and downs. Think about how much more character you build. Think about how you really get to become because in the process of chasing your passion and doing the things that you was really meant to be doing, not chasing the cherry. The cherry, that's just the, that's, that's just like out of the blue. That's like, it just might happen. But when you chase your passion, you have more control of it. It's going to happen because you are actually doing something that you want to do, that you love to do. And and if you keep chasing this one TikTok and this one lottery pick, what did you learn? Like, who did who did you really get to become? You know, because think about the people that win the lottery. They'd be broke in, what, three years? Yeah, most of them are. Because they didn't fix the mindset to have that type of money. You don't fix the inside. You can't help the outside. You know, like, they don't fix that. So they, and they don't know how to control, they don't know how to handle that type of stuff. But if you can do what you was meant to be doing and and do it the right way, and just be passionate about it and also learn to have some patience. You know, and that's the thing about our kids. And everything is so fast for them because the internet, the you know, all this stuff is so fast. Information is so much faster. But when you really, truly building something, it's going to take a little time. 
And you got to be okay with this, the, the, the patient part, but because the patience part is actually, it's going to be the, the journey part where you actually learn all the skills and all the steps that you need to know. So you can stay there, but also continuously to go to the next level. So now you can take that same framework and put it in everything else that you do in your life. So you've got the right mindset. I want everybody to think about what Dell has done and accomplished. He's also surrounded himself with people that push him. So we have Kelly that helped you start the foundation that took care of Wendell and was there as your family. You've got Taylor that is all in. All in. Right? We have Morgan, right? Love Morgan. She, like, inspires me. Josh. Like, John. talk about these people that are there. That- so Morgan, the funny part is Morgan used to drive to Frankfurt every day from Lexington to be a part of Guru Fitness. Glory, three years. Okay, so all my friends that I've invited you to come to the gym with me, do you understand there are people that went from Lexington to Frankfurt? I have friends that won't go from Masterson Station to Fayette Mall or from Athens, Childsburg, you know who I'm talking about, to Fayette Mall or from, you know, Polo Club Hamburg area to Fayette Mall. I live in the Polo club area yeah if I, people I, want it they'll do it you'll you'll if, if you really want something if you really do want it you do it morgan drove to frankfurt every day so listen morgan didn't have to have and she's surgery smart. she's very smart and she didn't have to have surgery on the elbow the the environment was so contagious to her that she would get up still and she couldn't work out and just sit in the environment because she understood the importance of her mental in the right environment. She didn't even work out. She just literally sit there with a brace, an elbow and a brace. Livy, which is like my daughter. Livy is literally my daughter. You know, she's with my, my baby girl all the time. My baby girl don't go with nobody but Livy. She's a coach. She's also a teacher. Livy has been with Groove Fitness since 2016. Wow, since the beginning. To the beginning. Her dad, so... When we left the, the, the other gym, when we left the, the gym before we had opened up Guru Fitness, her dad allowed us to finish our challenge in his church's gym. So John is a part of Guru Fitness Frankfurt. Oh, that's great. Yes, he's there, you know. And then Josh, a lot of people don't know that me and Josh's family has been to like so close since my dad and his granddad. So they they ran the streets together. And I've been knowing Josh all his life. And me and Josh are like, we're like brothers. You know, we can be in the room and not say one word, but we both know we're thinking the exact same thing at the same time. So, and I... They all helped you open up Frankfurt or came to Frankfurt. No, they actually all came to, to Lexington. Okay, so you opened up Frankfurt in 2016, Lexington? No, I opened up Frankfurt in 2017. November 25th, 2017, me and Taylor opened up our first Guru Fitness, which we just passed was six years. Congratulations. All right? And then we... We ended up coming to Lexington, and now we have Lexington. But we went through some coaches, and like, and when we got her, a lot of people don't like know that. Like, we went through some coaches, and yeah. it, no disrespect to them, they just they just wasn't our fit. You know, they just didn't they didn't fit our standards, our expectations, our values. You know, because I don't believe in rules; I believe in standards, expectations, and values. Absolutely love that. And I'm going to take that, rip it off and duplicate it like almost every single day because somebody I've heard in the industry, like your standards are so high, your expectations are so high. No, they're not. It's show up every day. We have five job functions, you know, make calls, lead generate, lead follow up, go on appointments, run and negotiate contracts and practice your conversations. Like 
they're not high standards. It's just I come in every single day with the team and we do it every single day. And like you, you have those expectations, those standards, even even with us. Like we talked about this morning, yes. if you're late, you got to do burpees. Yeah. And if you walk in and you're late, you just drop and start doing them. Like you don't have to wait for Dale to say. No. And I like burpees. Know this. I know I just We hold ourselves to the same standards. It's not just the uh, the the people that's coming to our our guru fitness. No, like our coaches, we hold ourselves to the same standards. We having a conversation, and one of them say try it. They know just just slide on down, and get them twenty five burpees. But don't you feel like as you're starting this, especially opening up a new gym, a new business, an extension of the business that's already successful, and you start going through, and everybody out there probably understands this as well as a business owner, entrepreneur, that. When you're you're starting that next phase and that next part of growth, everybody wants to be a part of it. They saw that success and they're like, "I want to be it." They almost like want to run on your your coattails. Yeah. And and you have been successful. You've seen the transformation that you've done for other people, and you want to give that to everybody that walks in. You can't. And you just can't. No. Well, the hardest lesson I think a business owner and a leader has to learn is that. They, if they don't want it, we can want it all we want for them. But if they don't want it, they'll never have it because no. they've got to have that mindset. They gotta, they've got to embrace the expectations. They have to embrace the standards and they have to embrace the culture. And the hardest lesson out those old things is just people. You got to find the right. They're right. Yeah. They're right. How do you find them? I mean, you found that core five. I have the. I'm. I would not change. I would not change those ones that I have right yeah, now. No for nobody because they get it they get it like so how do you duplicate that oh you got to you now, numbers I think. You, you, the thing is this always be searching you have to always be searching that's right because you never know you might find a diamond in the rough I'm not saying that you got to be hiring but you always got to be searching always looking for talent yeah because think about this it does two things it helps you because you always looking for talent to it if they know that you're looking for talent it keeps them on their toes oh that's a great one. Yeah, like they like they know like you always searching because everybody's they, replaceable. Exactly, they can't slide. They want to? Oh, I can just go because they ain't looking for nobody. I can just, you know, take days off and give seventy percent. You know, and just be mediocre. Like, no, if I'm not gonna be mediocre, I'm not gonna let you be mediocre. We talked about that. We talked about that earlier about complacency. Is when you're doing well, I see it in my industry. I know you see it in yours, especially people yeah. coming up in the gym. Oh, I've lost all the weight I wanted, or I've lost the inches I wanted, and then they don't come to the gym. Sometimes success could be your enemy because you get a little bit of success. It's like I can I can back off now, you know. Three C's. I can do it all by myself. Three C's: comfortable, content, and complacent. Take you down. Comfortable, never get comfortable. Always stay uncomfortable because that's what got you where you at, being uncomfortable. Never get content. Because when you think you're just good, they just sacrifice and you just gave away the great. There's a book called The Enemy The Good is the Enemy of Great. That's right. right. No. Always, always shoot, shoot, shoot. You know? And that's the thing that I'm always thinking at. The three C's. That's it. That's in anything. Relationships, job, fitness, your kids, parenting. Comfortable, content, and complacent. Let's think about what well, if you're in a relationship, you take the foot off the gas. You did all these amazing things to get them, and then you just take your foot off the gas. You stop doing the flowers. You know, you stop just being, just taking them out to eat, or just 
bring them things Long home. Hand. Yeah, you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta be consistent. So tell me this: you got Lexington. It's been up how how, how many years in Lexington now? Oh, a uh, year, almost a year and a half. A mm-hmm. year and a half. You know, and I and I'm not gonna lie. I really love. And I, I, and I think Franklin, Alex Franklin is my baby, but I love Lexington. Gotta put a little plug out there for Alex. Because you know we love. Yeah, Alex is my guy. I wouldn't be. I probably wouldn't be where I'm at right now without Alex. Because Alex used to come to Frankfurt. Man, on the weekends he'd be like, "Man, you gotta come to Lexington." I'm like, "Listen, I found me a spot, and I'm coming." Give a shout out for Alex. What he does and why? Oh, Alex Warlow. He owns uh, Woodford Insurance, and he's a great Family guy. Business. Yes, and he's the reason why we have Guru Fitness in Lexington. And if you don't know where Guru Fitness is, we had. 148 West Tiverton Way, Suite 110. If you know where Cocktails 2 is, uh, if you do know that, then you you can't miss Guru Fitness. It's right across the street from LAC and, uh, Fitness, and it's also on the opposite side of Lowe's. Right yes. There, so by Fayette Mall. Yep. You know, if you if you pop into Lululemon, just, uh, hey, just say you, you're looking for the guy on, on, the, on the thing. That's right, because you are one of their... Or showcase people are. Yeah, I'm. 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 I'm, an I'm grateful for the being an ambassador for them for two years. This is my second year. I'm super grateful for them. They do a lot too. They actually support everything that I do. You know, they always show up for events for Guru Fitness, even the one of George Robinson Foundation. This uh, Christmas, they allow me to give three people, you know, a, a Lululemon experience. Mm. So one kid that I I gave it to a kid, and her. And she is a part of the one of George Robinson Foundation. A lot of people don't even notice that her dad, her dad murdered her mom. Yeah. So like that's 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 the type of kids that we deal with at one of George Robinson Foundation. So she's gonna get the full experience of going into you know Lululemon and getting the try on the clothes all and you know come out with an outfit or two. So I uh, shout out to Lululemon. Shout out to Ellie Mussenberg. Great great people. You have Lexington a year and a half. You just opened Georgetown. Yes. Yes. Georgetown. It's brand new. It's brand new. You know, we have uh, all ladies, but me and Josh, we, we pop over this to give the guys some, you know, the guy the guy experience. But if Taylor's there, you, you go get all the experience you're looking for anyway, because she does not play at all. I'm telling you, Georgetown is just an amazing uh, town in Lexington. It houses... Toyota's, you know, largest manufacturing plant. We've got Lexus, you know, chains up there. And it's a tight-knit community. And I really believe that is going to be one of your most stellar locations. And I know starting is always tough. Oof, right? Starting stuff, we opened up our office. So I understand it's painful, but anything that's painful is always worth, it's always worth it. They call it the territory, and you just got to be okay with that, and and just continue just to you know understand where you at and where you going. So tell us as we wrap this up, what can we do as a community or as a client to help your business? As far as Guru Fitness, Lex, I'm and this come to a free class. I'm gi- I'm giving you a free class, right? So you can get the Guru Fitness experience. They say. This is what they say about Guru Fitness. It's all hype until you experience it. So if anybody wants a free classic guru, you're going to say hashtag just ask Malia and Dale's going to give you a free class so you can experience. You can always direct uh, DM me or Dale 
on IG, uh, Instagram and let us know as well. I would love to take you to this and have this experience. It, it's been a life journey and transformation for me. The last six months is just peeling me back my layers that needed to be peeled back as well as the inches are coming. I feel it. It's The possibilities are endless. Um, but not only just Lexington, we have Georgetown and we have, we have Franklin. Franklin. So yeah. all of them, this is this is going out across the nation now. Yeah, you should just this pop up in any one of them. You will, you will love the experience. I think we can also, we're going to put in the notes and stuff of how you can help the foundation. Time, talent, and resources are always needed to help the incarcerated kids. And then you have a coaching and speaking series. So um, we're going to give away a couple of the books. We're going to run a promotion this week with your podcast to give away your book. But Dale also does speaking engagements. And yes. So if you're looking for a company event, if you're looking for a convention, if you need something with some powerful mindset and energy that comes to the room, his spirit is just absolutely contagious. I'm going to do you one even better with the book. I'm actually going to throw in the complimentary workbook as well, just so that you can write your answers down, because I'm a firm believer in writing it creates a vision. Amen. I totally agree with that. Let's talk about how they're going to find you. Okay. We're going to post it up there, but the best way is at guru underscore. Yeah. At guru at underscore Lex. No, guru fitness underscore Lex. Or you can go to underscore Dale Robinson, D-A-L-E-R-O-B-I-N-S-O-N. Or you can go to gurufitfam.com. That is our website. What about the Facebook page? Are they invited into that or do you have to have a family? Be part of the family. Oh, our Facebook page. You can go. You can go to Guru Fitness Lex on um, Facebook and be a part of that, and you can follow us, and we'll follow you back. Yeah, yeah. And Instagram, and of course, if you're on my uh, Facebook page for Malia Realty uh, Group, you can always see we're posting in the morning. That's my accountability at my five a.m. is to post stuff about what I learned that day, and then take it back and journal over it. Awesome. And if you're looking for accountability, we are the place. Dale, your story is amazing. Thank you. What I want to do is remind everybody, just because you might have failed in life or hit a roadblock or did something that you regret you didn't do, take that as a valuable lesson. It is your choice that if you failed at something, you can either let it define you or you can let it paralyze you. Amen. And Dale is the perfect example of how he took adversity and challenges and doing something, um, you know, that left a, a very life-changing course of action and he was able to take that and make something good out of it you always have the power of your choice to to go a different route if you make a decision it's the wrong decision make another decision you are the only author of your life and i think that's what dale keeps reminding everybody is that you get to write your journey so write your journey Dale is a perfect example of how you can write a bestseller. Right. Also, just to add on top of that, is think about this. You have the ability to be the hero of your own story. Mm. And then when you become the hero of your own story, you create a blueprint for someone else that comes behind you. Because it's possible. Listen, I've been intermittent fasting. I've done several different like weight loss plans. I hired different coaches that I ended up having to fire. And if you find a coach and they don't work, fire them and get on to the next one. And you took a chance on me. I got to 
thank Vince Morrow. He gets a shout out. <laughs> My God, big dog. Big dog. You said you got to take me on and you weren't taking more people on. You did. And I'm grateful for that because it's been life changing for me. Yeah, that's my guy. If he, if he, if he vouched for you, I'm, I, I, I got to go with it. He, he vouched for you. But then it turned out to be even bigger than Vince. Ooh, there you go. Rock solid. <laughs> you know, I love you and I will do anything I love you too. for you. Yes, and I'm so grateful for all you've done for me and my team and my family and just my journey. And if, if you guys are looking for that space to start your journey, please start it with Guru. Uh, call me if you need some a great testimonial or referral. Come have a free class with Just Ask Malia and Dale until our next time. Thank you for being at our bourbon table here at the Lex Connect studio and being my honored guest at our Just Ask Malia podcast. Anytime, anytime. Thank you so much. Well, that wraps up another great podcast. Thank you so much for joining us at the Just Ask Malia's podcast series. It's always a pleasure to help the local and future residents of Kentucky make smart real estate decisions. And we love connecting you to our community. And that's why we do this. So be sure to subscribe to our podcast series. Make sure your friends and family know all about it. Tag, like us, find us on Facebook, social media. And remember, when you're ready to buy, sell, build, or invest, I'm your girl, Just Ask Malia.